through it's yeah. always sunny on it's, oh yeah i'm i'm like it's so funny i don't know you just hear something like that it just goes boom i got it <laughs> yeah no i'm like but hey uh go ahead are you recording right now yeah oh, okay Sorry, I was gonna say I need to finish something for work real quick, but then no, don't worry about. It. I'll do that later. No worries. Hey, sure. can you can you hear me? Okay, I had to use my phone because our laptop is gone. I don't know where it went. I don't know who has it. My yeah. kids won't say who has it. <laughs> Maybe Jen took it this morning. I don't know. Yeah, don't no, it's fine. Up. We're good. Okay, sorry. What were you saying though? No, um, it's just I had a little bit of time and it's something to throw on, and then I haven't watched probably since season seven so i have a lot to catch up on on that show what season are they on oh god i don't know i'm 20 something i think oh my gosh <laughs> that's a lot to catch up but they're 30 minutes like you said so pretty yeah pretty quick to get. And, and i'll just throw them on whenever not yeah not like i'm gonna sit here and that's like that's a comfort show you know yes. what i mean it's been on long enough where it's like oh yeah i can just throw that on whenever um Oh, yeah. Like the Simpsons, like you just know it's always there. Like, yeah, people can get really like someday when they say that's enough of the Simpsons, people are gonna be like, oh no, because Simpsons is still going, right? They didn't end that show. No, it's I still think, going. Correct. But um, someday it will. Someday they will say that's enough Simpsons, right? And then people will be real upset. But it's like, when's the last time you really, you know, sat down and watched it that Sunday when it came out? Yeah, you know. Uh, it looks like uh, it's always Sunny's on season sixteen. So I only got about ten, nine or ten to catch go. up on. It's funny you bring all this up because I have not been watch- I have not watched any movies this week, like as far as homework goes, um, because <laughs> I, for some reason, for no reason at all, um, just because Max is there now, so HBO Max, and now it's just Max. Yeah, I was kind of clicking through to see what's on there, right? Yeah, and um, I looked on the Discovery Channel just to see what Discovery had. And Deadliest Catch is on there. So I was like, you know what? I haven't watched Deadliest Catch in forever, so I just looked to see. Kind of just to gauge where I left off versus where there are now. Yeah. I think we left off on season 12, and I've been watching it since, and the kids are watching it too. Like, well, the, the girls are. Yeah. And uh, they're like, you guys watch this? And I was like, oh, this was like appointment viewing for your mother and I <laughs> back in the day. We were, we were religious watchers of that show. I got to tell you. Season never seen 12 it. was... You never watched Deadliest Catch? No. But, I mean, we went through a long period where we didn't have cable or satellite or anything, so we didn't watch any yeah. new shows. And I think yeah, that was kind of in that wheelhouse. No, okay. But it's just one of those where it's like, if, it, if you're going to watch reality TV, at least I, this is respectable, is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is a respectful show to watch. Because, um, you know, I don't think they... There's really no way for them to manufacture drama on that show. It's just actually happens you know because yeah uh, katie was she's like is this real i was like yeah for the I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's some produced parts but for the most part this is just real stuff that happens like stuff breaks on a boat like you're just like a yeah. car it just breaks stuff like that and they have emergencies because you're out in the middle of the ocean in the middle of nowhere and they have to respond and try to fix what they have otherwise they got a mayday mayday help help <laughs> well, <laughs> we're in the middle of the Bearing sea. And the real life of it is probably a lot more boring because of the way they edit it to make it seem like it's Correct. so stressful. I'm sure, yeah, there's probably, they probably have filmed hours and hours and hours of footage that are just like, yeah, just normal, catching some crap, no big deal. Yep. But no, getting back to what you're saying about 16 seasons for Always Sunny, Deadliest Catch, I believe, 21 seasons, I believe is what it was. Yes. <laughs> and so trying to take on a show like that just overwhelming because – yeah. I, oh, well, no, and just one of those things. I, I, you just kind of you could click on any episode in any season, and it wouldn't matter. You know what I mean? Just yeah. kind of watch it, whatever. Yeah. And uh, 
because it's the same for his because Mike Rose the uh, the um, what's the word I'm looking for to he's the uh, narrator that's yeah. what I'm looking for he's the narrator of the show and then like Dirty Jobs was his other show did you did you ever watch Dirty Jobs back in the day I've seen a few episodes of it it wasn't yeah. re- religious viewing or anything yeah see and, and for us though that's one of those things that's like I consider like like that's a Sunday show like Sunday in the middle of the day just whatever have it on while you're doing other stuff kind of things and, um, yeah. But yeah, he picked that show back, and I'm like, oh man, if I go down that rabbit hole, there's another thing to take up too much time. But yeah, it's just crazy. But um, anyway, sorry, just weird tangent there. What you yeah. bring up, always sunny. But it's funny how you have a conversation that starts just from hearing three seconds of a intro song to a TV show. Yeah, and actually, so it was perfect timing because I had just finished the episode. So right, yeah, I, I started. Well, intro, intro, yeah, I, I started with the very first episode where they're. Uh, Charlie's trying to prove he's not a racist and dates the black girl <laughs> and they turn the bar into a gay bar. <laughs> that show's ridiculous. Oh my it god. Is. But uh no, sorry. So okay, let's uh we we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Are you are, are you drinking anything right now? Um as of recording, no, but my beer for tonight is going to be one of the four hands Voltron beers. Nice. I can't wait. I gotta try to find it. I die. I haven't gone to a Deerberg near me. I can't. I can't confirm nor deny whether or not this is up here. And I know you said go check out Randall's up by me to check for that kind of stuff. But man, you know, come on, think about it. Is it really gonna have it at Randall's <laughs> by me? They I they might. I don't. I haven't been up to that one to see the craft beer selection. But I've been to a different one, and they've got usually a really good selection. So no, my this Randall's is it's sketch, bro. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> There you go. There's your episode out. It's sketch, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm looking. For, I really want to get that beer. And uh, <laughs> and my brother-in-law, he picked up the Bushlight Peach. He did pick that up, so we can give you. Once I, he gives me a can of that, I can tell you if that's any good. Because I think that's just their replacement for the Bushlight Apple, which I yeah. know you're not into that kind of stuff at all. But to be honest with you, Bushlight Apple was super popular for yeah. a, a hot minute there. And that was just. It was like, okay. That was like the more updated Natterday. I guess. Yeah, but it was just really, really, really sweet. And which I, I, if you ask me, do I like it or hate it? I go, it's okay. It has, it, it has its purpose. If you could find the right thing to drink it with or the right environment to drink it in, if that, if that makes sense. Like if you're yep. at a fall party outside and just want a cheap beer, you know, something like that. Yeah. And it's one of those so ones. It has can't, its purpose. It's one of those ones you can't sit there and just drink and drink and drink all night. Cause it's no, so sweet. No, no. And it's and like, I drank it just to get rid of it because I was like, I just need to get rid of this stuff. And like, you try to drink one while you're trying to barbecue. It just wasn't that. It's like, this is not a barbecue beer either. You know what I mean? While you're grilling, it's yeah. just not that beer either. Yeah. So, it's so, got its place. So, but the details on the Voltron, it's a uh, volume one. It's a collaboration with Narrow Gauge Brewing, uh, mm-hmm. Hazy IPA uh, with Thiolized Yeast, Citra, Mosaic, and Galaxy Hops. So is it a can or is that an aluminum bottle? I can't it's, tell what you have. It's there. a can. It's a four pack of cans. How, what's? How, is it a tall boy? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, these are like the the. It's not really a tall boy. It's a sixteen ounce can, so it's one of the taller cans. Taller, but it's not. It's not right. two by four. Okay. Right. So <laughs> all of our term. Hey, the terminology we use when we talk about beer is that a St. Louis thing? When we talk about it, or is that everywhere? And we I, just kind of all. I think it's everywhere. Is it okay? I'm yeah. always curious about that. You should. You you got beer guys everywhere. You have a beer people that you talk with. You should ask those questions. <laughs> I'm curious. I'll throw it out to him and see. There you so, go. Yeah. Here, uh, was it beer vernacular? Here yes. you go. Beer vernacular. We need to make sure we're up on because I'm curious if other parts of the country, you know, 
they use different words than what we use for our when we talk beer. <laughs> I'm just always curious if they have that. So, uh, so what we should do is get a list together, and I'll send it out to my friends asking if they know what they are. <laughs> like a and then and then we can beer trivia, right? Right, and if they don't know it, we can tell what it is, and they can give us what the what they call it. But they're, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, we yeah. need to do that. That's really fun. All right. I think that'd be really fun. Okay. So yeah, but uh, there, okay. There's... So your beer, so beer of the week. Uh, if you were, if, okay, let's predict because yep. you can't do it right now. I've already had one. Predict. Say what? I've already had one. Oh, you have had one. Okay, yeah. so how many pints? Um, out of five pints, how many do you give it? Four and a half. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, it's got narrow gauge on what it. Keeps so it, what keeps it from a five? Uh it's just a step below like OJ run. Okay. So and then here's my question. It's a collab with Narragage. You think I should go to Narragage? They would have it? Oh, uh, they might actually. Might have to try that. Yeah, Maybe you might. I'll get up there tonight. I don't know. Check their website first. I've been meaning to go up to Narragage for the past three weekends. And I just have not had the opportunity to do so. It's just, I don't know. It's so close and yet so far. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they God, released the list of other breweries they're working with on these. I'm seeing if I can find it real quick. Oh, so every so each can will be with a collab with a different brewery. Yep. Oh, okay, that's the difference. And so, what was it? Was this the Yellow Lion? I think I saw. Yes, this was Yellow Lion. Um, so, and, and how many? Vo- there should only be five volumes. Then. Yep, there's going to be five of them. Okay, yeah. So one for each line. Okay. Yeah. So they're doing the the next one. Looks like it's going to be with Southern Grist Brewing on in Nashville. Which is awesome. Okay. Um, volume three will be Hot Butcher for the World out of Chicago, which is another good brewery. Um, yep. Volume four is Tripping Animals Brewing on a Doral, Florida. I don't know anything about them. I like that name though. Tripping Animals is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and if then, we were to start a brewery, Jay, I think we're going to steal that and we're going to do Tripping Gorillas or chip, Tripping Chimps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, I just like to imagine drunk monkeys. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, giggle a little bit. <laughs> we make a Harambe beer in honor of him, and we'll do a collaboration with Arctic Monkeys, and they'll do a song for one of our beers. Nice. See, boom. Here. I'm always thinking. I'm the idea guy. You're the put, actual make it actually happen guy. <laughs> put a pin on that because we'll come back to that in a second. Um, but nice. Volume Five is with Weldworks Brewing on a Greenlee, Colorado, which I've heard they're decent. I haven't had anything from them. What's that one brewery we like out of Colorado? Isn't it called Breckenridge or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. But, is that where they're located? That well, No, that's what it is and where they're located. Okay. But they're, right. okay. they're yeah. one of the the uh, blacklisted AB uh, breweries. What does that mean? Um, they were they were a microbrewery that got bought out by AB. Um, and oh. so the real big craft beer nerds consider them sellouts and won't, won't oh. buy their stuff. Would you? Okay. If you, because I know you're a home brewer every now and then, you 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 do it sporadically. I think you get in moods where every now and then you're like, you know what? I feel like I feel like brewing something every. You know, it just yeah. hit, it has to hit you at the right time. Yeah. If you were a full time true brewmaster or something like that, and uh, AB came along and said, "Hey, I want to give you X dollars for your brewery," would you really be able to pass that up? You think it would be hard to pass up? Because yeah. uh, here's here's what you do: you sell it and then. Spend a little time there, get it transitioned over, yeah. find out what your NDA is, and then eventually open a new one. Start it under a different name, exactly. Yeah. And you and I can come up with lots of names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just have to talk, and it'll, something will strike us, and boom, there you go. There's our next one. <laughs> yeah. So, but going back to music collaborations, um, mm-hmm. uh, El Segundo out of California, they did the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin beers. 
They just yeah. they just released a three eleven beer in in the area, so I'm gonna go try to track that down after work today. Okay, nice. I'll, See, I'll, I'll get one for Joe Dust. Nice. Oh yeah, for right. <laughs> I thought he was into a three eleven cover band too. Isn't there a cover band that he really likes in three eleven? Well, there was one we went and saw and watched him break up on stage. Oh, that's what the story is. I yeah. always get that. Okay. Yeah. I always regret I missed that. That would have been one of the best nights ever. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Just watching a band break up on stage. Come on. that's You can't make that up. No, that's you such can't. such a great story. That's a timeless story. You can just tell forever. It is, and everyone gets a kick out of it when I tell it. Right? Exactly. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So, all right, sir. So, uh, what about, how's life going? Anything, anything, any drama to share? No, I mean, kids are off school, so just regular infighting, just up a notch yep. since it's oh, all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> just this morning. I, it's it's only been, like, you can count how many days I've been out of school. It's, it's about been enough. And you're just like, they just need to be in school all the time, <laughs> 12 months out of the year. Get these kids out of here. Yeah. They, they, otherwise, they're at home bored. <laughs> yeah. And I don't ever be, remember being bored as a kid. I just don't. Maybe I was. I just don't remember it. But, man. Well, we were out, we were outside all the time. I mean, we were playing yeah, hockey yeah. or something. <laughs> that reminds me because are you technically a Gen Xer or are you like me, where you're called that other thing where they're called Zillennials or something like that? I think I'm technically Gen X. Are you okay? Because I, there's this clip that goes that's going around. I don't know if you've seen it, where it's this guy in a beanie hat. <laughs> he's he's wearing a beanie hat, but he's not wearing a shirt, and <laughs> he does a clip. And he he does this like really smart assy way of saying, Gen Xers, when you say you know you were you went out and you 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 drank out of a hose, were sinks not an option? <laughs> and then it then it pans over to this Gen X woman that's awesome. She just looks like a mom that's always mad, which is pretty much all moms that have been Gen X. They just have that. I'm not gonna say they have RBF, yeah. but they're just not happy with the world <laughs> most yeah. of the time. <laughs> And she just starts off going, should I be the one to explain it to him? Do you want me to do it? Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it from here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, we weren't allowed inside. <laughs> there were commercials when we were a kid, or there wasn't a commercial. The news would go, do you know where your, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? They yep. had to be reminded to go find their kids because they weren't home. Yep. I remember but, that. That's what it was. You had it. Basically, our rule was if it's dark, get home, right? Yeah. That's all the rule was. And during summertime, it didn't get dark till real late. So you go home really late. My mom had a giant bell on the deck that she would ring that we could mm-hmm. hear out if we were playing out in the woods yeah. behind our house. Yeah, see? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so they were our parents were not the best watchers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so... Was the hose an option? That's what we used because we weren't allowed back in the house. I, that, that happened to you guys, didn't it? It yep. happened to me. Don't come back in here. Go out and play and don't come back in. Yep. So oh according goodness. to Google, Gen X is 1965 to 1980. So I just made the cutoff. 1965 to 1980? Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, so you're Gen X. But the, see, no, but Gen says there's other things out there where there's this other class. There's a, a – not a class, but – um whatever it's called, your generation, your generation, where there's Gen X, and I think after Gen X, it becomes the millennials. But they've created something new where it's called Zillennials, where you take the take the word millennial and put an X in there because we're that generation that's kind of in between. Because yeah. even you would fall in this category where 
you lived a period where there was no internet at home and then when internet was at home and millennials are classified as the generation that's always had internet at home. Yeah. And so we were kind of that like in between gap that like lived between the both. <laughs> so yeah. we can experience, we had the experience of knowing what it was like to live in that kind of society. So that's why it's so, so weird and so different. We, we walk oh, between worlds. We do. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. We definitely walk between worlds. Yeah. But no, glad to hear there's no drama. Sounds like all your phones are working. Knock on wood. Yeah. No issues. No home issues. No car issues. Hey, life's good. And you all got your health. Everything's good there. See? Yeah. Very good. So let's see. How many fires can I share with you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. There's no true fires um, at this moment. I think. Have we talked about um, the All Things New initiative in the Catholic Church? And how it impacts my kids' school and all that. No, I, don't, I have no oh. no clue about this. Are you interested in this at all, or is this something I should skip over? And there's just not enough time. We, we can hit it real quick. Okay. Wanna, okay. Well, I don't know if it'll, it'll be real quick. If you just want to jump in at any moment, say, "Hey, let's 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 put pin in that one." We can always come back to it if you want to. Okay. So the All Things New Initiative, and in, it's the Archdiocese of St. Louis, where they they they're calling it. You know, they had this thing that was called pastorates, where they were supposed to be sharing priests amongst different congregations. So, like, for example, no, I'll use parish names that you're familiar with. So, St. John Bosco had one priest. The priest that was with St. Monica would no longer be there. He'd be transferred to another place or retire. And yeah. so, the priest would travel between St. John Bosco and St. Monica. And he'd be the priest for both congregations. And mm. that, that terminology was called a pastorate. Yeah. Well, that was supposed to happen a whole bunch. But instead of that actually happening, Bishop came and said, what we're really doing is they use the word subsumed. And what subsumed means is congregations are being integrated into one another. So what it really means, instead of using the word shutting down the parish, <laughs> they were yeah. using this other terminology of being subsumed. So, for example, St. John Bosco will no longer exist as of August 1st. The church right. is being shut down. I would heard that. You've heard that? Okay. Yeah. So as of August 1. And so technically anyone that's a, uh, a parishioner of that parish would now be a St. Monica. They would go to church at St. Monica now is what they'd have to do. Could you imagine our folks <laughs> driving out to St. Monica every weekend to go church there? I'm not sure if they're going to or if they would have or not. But I guess geographically, maybe that's the next technically closer. I don't think it really is, to be honest. I think it's two exits down. You had St. Richard that was a little closer, but that, but St. Richard got shut down too, by the way. Yeah, and St. Um, Blaise was probably closer too, but I think St. Blaise, Blaise is closer and actually St. Blaise is Holy Spirit now. Yeah. Cause that got merged. There was a parish that was over by the airport when they did the airport expansion. Yeah. I think it was St. Lawrence, if I remember correctly. And so St. Lawrence got shut down and they merged with St. Blaise and then they became Holy Spirit when they changed the names of the parish. Yeah. So what impact this has is that technically my wife and I are members of a different parish and our parish got shut down. But our parish is not the same parish as our, the, the one our kids go to school at because our parish didn't have a school. Right. And so they go to a different one. And that parish that's tied to that school did get shut down. And so if the parish got shut down, the question turns into, is the school being shut down as well? Yeah. And so we don't know if our school is going to be open August, come August. So in two months, we don't know if we got a school because <laughs> they haven't told us yet. Because the other issue being... As of when school was let out and, and at the end of May, we had eight faculty members either retire or quit. Wow. <laughs> so 
they have a lot of teachers to replace. Yeah. And the issue you have is how do you hire somebody to become name any business and go, Hey, a year from now, we don't know if you'll have a job. Yeah. And then, then not because the bit, I mean, cause you could take any job and that could be true, right? You could go work for a large corporate, you could work for Anheuser, right? Yeah. Go work for AB. We can't tell you if you have a job in a year, but Anheuser-Busch is not going to go away in a year. Right. That, that corporation is not going away. You know for a fact that the, the church that your school's tied to is gone, and most likely, because how the par- the parish supports the school. Like, yeah. The money goes through the parish, and they pay the bills to operate the utilities of the school and you know all that jazz. Yeah. So <laughs> we don't know if in two months if our kids have a school. And no. so then it turns into, what do you do at that point? Yeah. Obviously, you know, public school is an option where they have to take your kid. But what happens with private school is if they don't have spots where you get either they don't have a spot and they'll just reject you or they'll put you on a wait list to get into the school. Now, take that and now multiply that by how many parishes got shut down that had schools and kids in schools like us that, you know, all of a sudden they no longer have a parish and their school gets shut down. Now you have a take our school number, multiply it by X. That's how many students no longer have a home and they now have to find a different school or go to public school and parents have to make that decision. And the problem is they won't let you know. Like it could be August 15th. School starts on the 16th. They send an email on the 15th saying, do not report to school. We are not opening the doors. (laughs) That's what we've been told. (laughs) So then in your situation, you're looking at a wait list for most places. No, we, we, we toured another school already. Okay. It asked if there's a wait list for the grades that the girls need to go into. Because luckily, not, this doesn't impact the boy. He's, he's fine, yeah. obviously, with where he goes. But um, the girls, yeah, no, we have a back. We, it, it's a contingency plan is what it is. Okay. And we're just like and, – and we weren't the only parents to do this. There's other parents that are kind of starting to get on their game about it and just go, we have to have something in place just in case. And I haven't said to add our names to the wait list yet because there is no wait list just yet. But then right. again, if we hesitate too long – even if we were the first ones to, to tour, yeah. if we don't make that jump right away, the spots could be filled that we thought were open, and then you get waitlisted, and then you have to go find somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, my God. Uh, what do you do? So that's uh, a dry, that's that's one fire. That's just one of many fires that we're dealing with right now. And um, that, that's that's a big one. It's a big one. That's, that's the really big one. And... <laughs> And so another one is we have a plumbing issue in the home <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> where when we run the washing machine for the, the, laund- the laundry, water backs up out of our floor drain. Oh, no. And it smells It smells like sewer gas when you do it. It's really, it's kind of, it's really gross, but yeah. it's not, it's not tied into the, it's, it's, it ties in la- later on towards the lateral line with the, the sanitary, but the sanitary has something further away. So the water that backs up is truly just the secondary line. So luckily there's no feces backing up. That made me feel great, <laughs> you yeah. know, but, but we knew that quite a while ago and it's just a matter of, oh, Hey, can you, it probably just needed a good snaking. So I had a plumber come out, he snakes it and water goes through the way it's supposed to. But he goes, he goes, take a look at my line right here. And I go, okay, what am I, I'm looking at this and I go, Oh boy. And then I can see it right there. There's mud on it. Yeah. So that means there could be a small defect or a large defect somewhere underneath our home, underneath the foundation, where the line, the secondary line that ties into our main sanitary and lateral line has its defaulting. So in order to do that, we had to, I wanted him to bypass our line because there's a part, 
our basement's finished, yeah. but there's also a section that's unfinished and I want him, I'd rather him te- destroy <laughs> the, yes. the, the fin- unfinished part. And it's probably like a 20 foot run. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't measured it yet. I need to, but just eyeballing it and giving me an estimate. At least it's under 10,000. I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know, Jay. I just go, is it even worth it? <laughs> <laughs> we just sell this house and say as is. <laughs> yeah, as is. I don't care your problem. But for now, the problem's fixed for now. Yeah. And then um, with Brody having to start driving to school in a couple months, we have. I have that Jeep that I've told you about a billion times. I'm actually taking it in to get diagnosed next week. Yeah. So we can find out what's the problem there. <laughs> and then I got two bathrooms to refinish that we started before COVID, but when COVID hit, we stopped because the price of everything went up, and you couldn't get materials anyway. Yep. So I had a long conversation with my brother-in-law going, hey, which fire do I put out first? Yeah. <laughs> so what do I do there? And it's just finding out which one gets the money first and all that stuff. Because we, we're operating currently on one bathroom with five people. And so we have the other one that we need. That's a half bath. It doesn't even have a shower in it. So really still one shower for five people. But um, it'd be nice to have two shitters for oh, yeah. <laughs> instead, of having to do, instead of having kids or myself having to do the pee-pee dance. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for someone to get out. Jay, it's just oh, I couldn't <laughs> my even life imagine. is so screwed up when it comes to that stuff, dude. But again, first world problems. You know, yeah. plenty of families with even more kids than I have survived with one bathroom. So it's just these first world problems that you know yep. you're just trying to be, create a life of convenience. I guess is what you're trying to do. Yeah, and it's just how much do you how, how long do you drag things along until you just give up and go? Okay, I'm ready to go into big time debt. <laughs> Let's just have a big old loan and make all of our problems go away with money, right? Yep. I'm just trying to avoid that. I'm trying to live a debt-free life, but I don't know if it's going to be possible. Yeah, it, it's, it's hard. It's super hard because I know you. we've talked about that multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I know you You guys say, have the same mindset and philosophy that you're trying to not do that because, of course, it makes common mathematical sense to live without that stuff. But in today's day and age, if you're not wealthy somehow, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you could get around it, to yeah. be honest. I'm trying my best though. I'm trying. Yeah. It's hard. So other than that, so many fires, not enough money to put them all out. That's my life, <laughs> but nothing, nothing that's like, Oh my God, you just have to shake your head at it. Other than the school thing. That's kind yeah. of the biggest concern right now. Yeah. That's my biggest fire. And, th- and that's the hardest part about that is giving up control because you don't have, I, I can't fix that. That's something I don't have control over. I'm kind of at the whim of something else that has control over. It's just it's like, oh, great. In the sitting there waiting just makes it that much worse. The waiting sucks. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather just tell us what we need to do. And we'll, we'll, then I can go into, I can fix it mode and I'll resolve the problem real quick and make it go away. But yeah. until then, I got to figure that out. So we'll see. Yeah, man. I don't know. So other than that, what's on the docket <laughs> for today? Well, let's go with something a little bit better and uh, talk about Into the Spider-Verse. I, we could, but how about we talk about Across the Spider-Verse instead? Or, yeah, Across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about both of them. We can. We can, because I love Into the Spider-Verse. And I, we can we can do that. We could we could say which one did we enjoy better. And that way we can say that we're talking about both. But let's, let's, I want to hear your review first of Across. What did you think of it? I loved it. Um, I put a meme on Facebook today where um, it was... Um, pull it up so I can accurately quote it. Um, should have had it ready. Where is it? All right, here we go. 
It's basically SpongeBob, and it's got a picture. Oh yeah, I think I saw you post yeah. that one. Yeah, it's got a Into the Spider Verse poster and Sony across SpongeBob's face, and it says, "Want want to see me do a masterpiece?" And yep. then it's the same thing, but yep. with across the Spider Verse, and then it says, "Want want to see me do it again?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I agree with you. I loved it. It was incredible. It was. It was a three thirty showing for us, and we didn't get we didn't get back until about six thirty though. So yeah. it's about a, yeah. I, how long was the runtime? Do you remember? It was about two hours and fifteen minutes. Okay, which is pretty long for an animated movie, to be honest. Yeah, but worth it. So especially when it. you consider it's a part one. Yeah, my kids were so upset. <laughs> this thing ended on a cliffhanger. Yes. I was like, that's a comic book. It's a comic book. Yeah. It really is. And that's how they draw you in because they want you to stick around to see what happens to see how the hero does whatever they do. So, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, I, I kind of wish there was a little bit of resolution. Um, we'll, we'll go into spoilers a little bit. I, I wish yeah. when he was caught at the end that they either showed him getting out or they didn't go so into detail about the Prowler. Yeah. Well, did you read Spider-Man 2? No. Okay. Did you read Spider-Man, the first one? No, I didn't. Okay. I'd recommend both books. Okay. Mind you, mind you they're Bendis, but we all know how – I am of the camp that Bendis is just going downhill as yeah. far as quality goes. But Spider-Man was written – the first Spider-Man was written right around the time when he was doing Ultimate Spider-Man. He hadn't moved over to DC yet. Yeah. The first one is – prime bendis that was that one's incredible and and you were like i can't wait for spider-man 2 to come out and it was kind of like a kevin smith book where you're like come on come on what's this thing coming out i gotta see how the kid he continues the story yes and then when it comes out is spider-man 2 is let down no it's okay it's average compared to the first book but this is their source material for what you had there at the end of the movie yeah Okay, so so that at least I didn't know if you were aware of that as far as where this all came from. I wasn't, um, so I will definitely check these out. Yeah, no, I, I highly, highly recommend, it, especially the fir- first one's heartbreaking. Oh, it's so, so beautiful. That book is, oh, I love it. I love it so much. And um, but I, I'm not as familiar with Spidey twenty ninety nine. Like I know Miguel O'Hara. I'm familiar with the character, but I have not read like a a solo book of his. And so the kids were asking me, hey, you know, and I think that was all over the internet, too. Is he really a villain? I'm like, no, he's Spider-Man. You know, he's just Spider-Man from the future. Um, but, man, they and I know he's not really he he's not the main villain of the of the story. But, man, they try to portray him as that. Yeah, and he was great. Oscar, Oscar Isaac, who walks amongst the Marvel world as everybody in the Marvel universe. Yeah, was incredible. That guy is so talented. It's ridiculous. He is. Uh, he did a great job. And from what I know of the character, he's he's not the happy-go-lucky Spider-Man we're used to. Um, mm-hmm. he, he is a little bit of a darker character, but I think that's how the 2099 line was, if I remember okay. correctly. I read some of it back when it came out, but it's not that was, something that's a, I ever that's a, about. That's a 90s book, correct? Yes, very much yeah, so. I, think I, remember, I always remember it having that 90s look, like yeah. that bigger-than-life, that the super vibrant with the colors and just in your face artwork is what I kind of remember. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. And so, but he's not the villain, but he has villain villain esque qualities and he is right in his own mind. I get what he's saying. He's not wrong. And that's what made it so intriguing because he's, that's what always, that's what we've always said. That's what makes the best villains is they think they're the, I don't say that they think they're the hero in their own story. But they're justified in their actions. Yeah, and he was—he's super justified his actions. It's 
It was so t- the 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 storyline with his daughter in the other universe that just yes. pulls at your heartstrings. This it is that, and that's the, I'm I'm going to assume that's the canon event that creates his personality and why he's so into this in regards to you need the Parker canon events to happen so every universe has their Spider-Man right and the fact that they're calling him an ano- Miles an anomaly I'm like that makes total sense Th- like this explanation of Miles isn't verbatim with the comic book it doesn't really match up you know right all Wait. the way but it, it it's super intriguing I, and I love this version it's like a different writer's take on it right right and I love this and whoever you want to I don't know who the screenwriters were for this but whoever they are they're still being respectful of the source material but they're knocking it out of the park I love their take on how, on the Miles origin because this is still a Miles origin story yes because he, he's not full fledged I mean at this point he said he was Spidey for a year right so man um, they've still got a lot of material to work through as far as the Miles story goes and and we haven't into the Spider Verse kind of gives it to you but they don't give you as much obviously don't give you as much detail as the book and it varies slightly from the book just a little bit yeah um so but again, nothing to complain about though, right. in regards to that. But I can't. I'm going to assume our live action Spidey, you know, our live action Miles at some point is going to be pretty faithful to the book, and we'll get a full fledged origin story. I think. So, um, well, first off, this was written by Lord and Miller. They, 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 they were the ones that wrote it because I saw them as executive producers. Did they um, actually write the script? According to IMDb, uh, it was written by them and Dave Callahan. Don't know who he okay. is, but no, no, I've never heard that name. Yeah. But he had a hand. He worked on Shang Chi as a writer. Do you uh, think they bring in Bendis at all for consultation on any of this? Or is he so disconnected from Marvel at this point? I I think he's disconnected from Marvel at this point. I know in the past, at least for the MCU movies, they would bring the writers in to kind of talk to him a little bit, just kind of pick their yeah. mind. But mm-hmm. I think I think this is a good example of where Marvel is like, we have our source material and we're going to deviate from it. Yeah. But we're going to do it right. Okay. And they've done that a lot with the MCU stuff. I'm not used to seeing it done so well with the Sony stuff. Yep. But man, they they pulled me in right from the beginning. Yep. And starting with Gwen's story. Oh, yeah. Was, Which that's, that's accurate. That's comic accurate. Yeah. Um, I was very happy to see them do that, though, because I didn't want... It, it felt like a different movie to start out because you're getting... Well, this is this is my story. And mm-hmm. then you go over to Miles, and you get his story. And it was long too. It that was, was a long intro. It was, it was very super, long. And intro. I'm like, wow, that's that was that, that's probably your extra for your runtime. Yeah, fifteen minute story dedicated just to her. That was pretty impressive. I like that. Well, yeah, well, she could she could get her own movie, and I'd watch it. I, oh yeah. I'd, and I mean, another Marvel veteran in Haley Steinfeld, um, mm-hmm. but I think they wanted to capitalize on having her as the voice. And yep. that was just a very popular character from the first movie. So take advantage of it and use it. <laughs> and someone had brought up on the internet, are we going to get our Gwen moment where we take the Gwen from, it would be Bryce Dallas Howard from mm-hmm. Spider-Man 3. Then you take uh, is it Emma, what's her name? Emma Stone from yeah, Emma Stone. Uh, Garfield version. Yeah. <laughs> take Stone, <laughs> take Bryce Dallas Howard, and take her and have them do the pointing thing at each other. <laughs> that, that would be good. That'd be awesome. They give Gwen her 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 her, her just dues there, but um, I doubt we'll see that. I don't yeah. think we'll get that. But they did a great job of pulling things from all the other movies and incorporating yeah. them as well. Because you get a little clip of Andrew Garfield, you get a little clip yeah. here of uh, Toby McGuire. You saw Toby, yeah, yeah, you saw him. Yeah, 
you get reference to um um uh, what's the last one far from home no not far from home uh, no way home no way home yeah. you, you get them referencing doctor strange messing up the multiverse with spider-man in that mm-hmm. in that universe yeah. um you get uh donald glover as the prowler i know having him then showing that live action now just a tangent off of that just a little bit mm-hmm. The the internet rumors that I was obviously I was trying to avoid spoilers as much as I could. Yeah. Um, it's here. Sorry, work thing came through. Um, was that they had hinted at a live action Miles in there? Did you see? Did I miss something when maybe the kids interrupted me for a second? Because I know you sent something out in a, to me in a text where they said they might have found their live action Miles, but we didn't see anything other than when uh, Spidey went to, when Miles went to the one universe with the with the woman working the counter. And they had that kind of the, clip, but there's the nothing in there that's saying that that was the spot going there. Yeah, spot went in there. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. No, because that that is the convenience store owner from the Venom movies. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay, yeah. So it I ties into the the that. existing Sony universe. Oh, okay. That, and gotcha, that gotcha. and she knows that Eddie Brock is Venom, and that's why she wasn't surprised by the spot's head just kind of popping up. That would have been helpful. That yeah. would have been helpful information. I need to go back. She's in both Venom movies or just the first one? Both of them. Okay, so I need to watch them again. I've seen the first one. I just don't remember. It's been so long. Yeah, because so I, I think to... I think Eddie stopped a robbery in the first one there. Okay. Right after he got the Venom suit, and then she got to know that he was Venom, and they they have a relationship now. So oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. that would have been helpful. But we did not see a live action Miles at all anywhere, correct? No. Okay, so I'm wondering where all these rumors are coming from on the internet. Maybe it's just clickbait shit. That's, I, I, that's yeah, that fan casting type stuff. But, but yeah, you know what I would love. To, you know what I wouldn't mind what? is the guy that does the voice for Miles. I wouldn't mind, but he's probably too. I think he's too old. To be he, he has a younger look to him a little bit. But if we're gonna go, if if Miles is gonna get his first movie in the MCU, it better be. You know, probably twelve, thirteen year old, yeah. <laughs> maybe, or someone that's sixteen that looks like that, like they're thirteen. I guess because I it, that was the whole point of bringing on Tom Holland. You wanted to see the young Spider Man, right? Even though he's probably what twenty five, twenty six now or something like that. I guess. Yeah. So he even he's aging out at this point. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I, I I don't know if you'd be able to have uh, Shamik Moore play him. He is older. Um, yeah. He he actually looks older. In the Wu Tang show, he's one of the members on that. Yeah. So I mean, he was born in '95. God, I okay. feel old. Yeah, no, he's too old. Yeah. <laughs> he's too old at this point. Yeah. So all right, well, there's that. But yeah, um, I'm just trying to think. Like some of my, one of some of my, I mean, the humor was spot on. I love the humor. Yeah. The voice acting is incredible. the The relationship between uh, Rio and uh, Jefferson that's amazing. I love the parents. They're great. Yes. Um. The really the, the romantic relationship between Miles and Gwen, that's really that's that's sweet to yeah. see. Um, um I like Jason seeing, seeing, oh, I like no, Jason Schwartzman as the spot. Yeah. And which I was I was the whole movie like, who is that voice? Who I've heard this voice, but who is it? At first I thought <laughs> here's the guy who I thought it was until I looked up and saw it was Schwartzman. Mm. He sounds like from our show uh, Mythic Quest. Yeah. The manager with the mustache—I don't know, remember his name in the show or, or his name in real life. That's who it sounds. I thought that would have actually been a pretty good voice cast. To Was be that, honest with you, uh, Ricky Cricket. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and always sunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's him. Yeah. So yeah, I thought I was. I thought that's who that was. But no, yeah, Schwartzman. He did great. And using Spot. Wow. I was like, and that's the funny thing that they're saying that Smiles Nemesis. Not in the comic. He's not. I can no. tell you that he's not. But well, no, making he's... him. I was like, that's kind of cool. And, and the thing about it is in in the book, he's not a he's not a villain. At, at least he's not presently. He's not a villain. So he's just one of those. He's a. Uh, He's a, I don't want to call him a charity case. What's the terminology like, I want to use? Like a, a, a reclamation villain. project, I guess, for Peter is oh, how okay. I would describe it, I guess. Yeah. So, because he was always, a, a, he was always that D list villain that would show up every once in a while just to, yeah. just to like set up someone being caught at the beginning of an arc or something. But talk about good foresight by the, by the writers going, hey, with his power set really lines up with the multiverse because yeah. he's able to travel through time basically by having the spot so yeah no that's that's pretty smart writing on my in my opinion so yeah. great great choice as far as the villain goes and then so all the other spider-man that you get intro you introduced to um yes like jessica drew was awesome yeah um i like that they went with her being pregnant too because that was actually from a recent jessica jones or jessica drew arc uh-huh. so she has a kid in the comic book mm. so they're leaning into yep. that um hobby brown I loved him, yeah. Spider Punk. Mm-hmm. I I liked him a lot more in this than I did in his own comic book. Um, the the vendor from uh, Deadpool as the Indian Spider Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Deepak isn't that his name? Deepak or something like that? Or is, I think that's uh, that the character's name. Yeah, in, it's, in Deadpool. Oh, I'm trying to remember his Deadpool. I, th- I thought it was Navender. Navender, no, you're right, Navender. That's Depender, Depender. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just. <laughs> I just love Deadpool and his relationship. The cab driver, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're great. Oh my gosh, I hope he's in Deadpool three. I really do. I yeah, part of, part of part of uh, X Force. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Ben Riley, seeing him show up, that was Andy Samberg. Yeah. That was Andy Samberg. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah, I like. Ben, I'm not. A, are you a big Scarlet Spider fan? I'm not a big fan of Scarlet Spider. No, and he's been a big part of the whatever the X Men crossover was. Is it Dark Web? I think. I have no idea. I'm so behind on Spidey right now, dude. Uh, I'm super. I actually, it's funny. Before we had our call, and I was kind of slow this morning with work. I'm updating my reading list. Yeah, I was doing a um, a Spidey list, and I'm because so, I just want to. I might start getting stuff from the library, and I got to choose which one to do. And um, I'm just so behind. It's ridiculous. But uh, no, Dark Web's not sounding familiar to me though, because I'm yeah. not seeing a crossover on my reading list here. There's. Spider-Man and Beyond was what happened after the Nick Spencer long run on Amazing. Mm-hmm. And then um, Amazing Spider-Man by Wells and Romita Jr. is A World Without Love. Is But that was 2022. So if that's if what you're talking about is a little bit later in 22 or maybe early 23, that could be possible. Yeah, I just don't I, know about it. I started reading it, I don't know, a month and a half ago because it was the first thing okay. to come after um, the X or AXE crossover that the X-Men were in. Okay. Um, Okay. I gave up on it. I okay. going from one big X Men event to the next one it was just too much. I just didn't care for yeah. it. So all I know, all I can tell you about Spider Man right now in the comics is the fans are super unhappy about how they're treating Mary Jane. Yeah. Like they're, they're like, what are you guys doing? It's it's almost like a was it brand new day or whatever it was yeah. or a whole new well, yeah, whatever that and I guess they're killing Kamala Khan too in the book. I saw something. I saw a, a glimpse of something where, yeah, it looks like, of course, she's not going to be dead. They'll bring her back. But Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm behind on champions. I know, well, I'm not too far behind. I, there's a, another volume of champions that I need to get caught up on. I guess because I, I guess they relaunched after Wade. I think Mark Wade did his run on champions. Yeah, I'm trying to pull this up for you to see what the name of it was. They, there was volume five was Weird War one, and it starts over with the champions volume one, which is outlawed. Which I guess yeah. outlawed is when they made being a hero illegal or whatever. Uh, it's, for it's kind of like. Civil War and the um, Superhero Registration Act for minors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, that's what's coming up in the rest of that. So, yeah, no, it's what's what's tough is I'm trying to find reading lists that are more caught up, and any, everywhere I'm looking online, I'm not finding a good one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll say that because yeah. they're all behind as well. And I'm always, of course, looking for collected editions. I'm not following the the solo issues, right? Which I guess I could probably file that a little bit better. Um, but I'd rather. Just get them in the collected ones. Yeah. So, but let's see. So, yeah, we, uh, Spider-Punk. I was a big fan of Spider-Punk. Yeah. Um, he was really cool. Lego Spider-Man. Um, Lego Spider-Man was awesome, which, again, I'm, that's all the news that's online today about the 14-year-old kid that did the animation for all that. Did you hear about that? No. It was a 14-year-old kid that did a trailer. He did the Into the Spider-Verse trailer remake mm-hmm. in Lego. Yeah. And he was just really into it. And they hired him to do that. So a 14-year-old kid did all the animation for what you saw in the movie. That's crazy. Yeah, it's real crazy. But it was great. I love that part of it. Yeah. Um, I still love – it's it's Jake Johnson, right? Am I saying his name right? Yeah. Love his performance, Peter. He's great. His voice is perfect for the the version they've got there. And then we get to see Mayday, which my girls love that. They're like, there's a baby. I was like, trust me. I actually really enjoyed that. I don't know if you ever read those books where it was Peter and Mary Jane and their kid. Yeah. Where she's aged up at that point. She's probably teenager. She's not a baby. She's probably like a 10 year old, something like that. Yeah. And she's made it and she's getting used to her powers. It's almost like uh, John Kent on the DC yeah. side where you have a kid. Learn. Why are those stories are always so fun to watch. I are not watch. Sorry. Read. I don't get it, but it appeals to me. It's always fun. It's yeah. fun watching a kid learn their powers and, the trials and tribulations they go through. Maybe it's just because you could try maybe put yourself in their shoes, you know? Yeah. And what would I do going through those trials of trying to become a hero? Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm looking through. Apparently there was a second Peter Parker in there, and it was put, uh, voiced by Jack Quaid. Huey from uh, really? The Boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of which Peter I, we were talking about then. I have no clue, though. It doesn't. It just says Peter Parker voice, so... Huh. Because they're now, mind you, the guy that does the voice acting for our Spider-Man video games, mm-hmm. he was in there for a quick second. And I don't know if you noticed the Easter egg that when Miles comes home and Ganke, is it or Ganke, or how you pronounce it? Yeah. Um, he's in there playing a video game. Yeah. And the game he's playing is the Spider-Man video game. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. I, that. I did not <laughs> notice that. Pretty cool little Easter egg. I call. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so cool! That's so meta. It's in the game. It's the game in the movie where they're talking about the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. So, I'm but just... the, the voice actor is really—he's very talented. I love the voice actor that does uh, Peter in the in the video games. And yeah, I guess the trailer came out for the the for Spider-Man Two, and I can't wait to play that. That's and the fact that the map is getting—they said the map's going to be bigger. I was like, oh my gosh, that map is huge as it is. Oh, my yeah. what are we getting ourselves into? But um, the fact that you, they. They're rolling all these things in, which it makes me curious if the voice actor for Miles is in across the Spider-Verse. I'm curious if he's in there somewhere because I love how they tie all that stuff in. That's so cool that they're doing that. 
And then, um, and then you had J.K. Simmons doing every version of J. Jonah Jameson. I love it. I love it, man. It's so great. Yeah. He's so awesome. He's the best. Um, and the fact that at the cliffhanger of the ending that we get the gang back together, we get to see Spider-Man Noir. Uh, that's yeah. who's, you know, Nick Cage being Spider-Noir is the best. Yeah. And then, oh, when Penny came on for the first time, Penny Parker, yeah. seeing her, my kids were like, Penny! <laughs> Just because they, they're giving the flashback to the first movie, which is... It's nice that they brought her in just for that towards the end of the movie, and they didn't bring back the whole like Spider or Spider Ham wasn't in there, right? Yeah, um, I, he. I thought he was there at the end. I th- but at the end when yeah. they brought the whole gang back, but right. I mean, yeah, you get, you get to see all these. He had one line. Yeah, but by my point being the old gang because that's what Miles was talking about. Yeah, the, the biggest pr- thing is he can't. He's not revealing to his parents who he is. He just feels so isolated and alone. He misses his friends when he's saying they don't. He doesn't have friends. He's like, I do have friends. They're just in another universe. Yeah, and they can relate to what he does. Yeah, and that's what made the you know into the Spider Verse so special was when you had Penny, you had Noir, you had Spider Ham. I'm sure I'm leaving out a couple. I can't think of it off the top of my head who some of the other ones are. Um, the fact that he had that big group of friends with with Gwen. Yeah, the fact that they're kind of bringing them all back. For what's going to happen in uh, Beyond the Spider Verse? Oh, beautiful yeah. tie-in! Way to way to just bring it all back around. So, yep. this it's very Star Wars-ish, where you have your intro in and in, into the Spider Verse. You have your Empire moment where you get the Dark Miles <laughs> as basically your Vader, <laughs> right? Yeah. And this one's just a little bit more dark and drab, and everything's kind of falling apart. And then you bring the whole gang back to do the whole, you know, fight the bad guy, and then oh, it's great. But they're following a the map. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they got the map. Yep. So I'm... I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved everything about it. And the question then turns into. Do we? I guess do we see Miguel and across the bar? I'm gonna assume we see Miguel, and maybe we'll see a, a not as evil side to him. Maybe <laughs> in the third one, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because I think what's gonna happen is we see Miles save his father, and it doesn't yeah. destroy everything like they anticipate it would. Well, because he's going because well, he is a variation. Don't we need our canon moment for Miles? I guess, or I guess, with Uncle Aaron dying in his universe, I guess that is his Uncle Ben moment. I guess that's what we'll say. Well, and since he is a, I don't remember the term they use, but essentially a variant. He's not. Uh, yeah, an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, an anomaly. Um, yeah. He might not have those same moments. Maybe you're right. Because well, and here's the here's the thing though. I mean, tragedy is what makes Spidey what he is, as far as amazing, as far as the Peter Parker character, and yeah. we try to. I don't say we mirror him with Miles, but that's what makes Spidey a Spidey, I guess, is the tragedy and, and still fighting through the tragedy. Yeah. Technically, in the book, his mom dies. I don't, I'm not trying to spoil I'm I'm sorry if I spoil that for you. But it, in the book, she dies. Yeah. But then she's already back. Like, yeah. they brought her back. And I don't know. Have you? Are you caught up on Do you want to read any of the Miles stuff? Or can I'm, I give you another spoiler? Eventually, I'd like to. I, okay. I knew she bad. had died in the Ultimate okay. version. Yes. And yeah. then she was then, back after Secret Wars, right? Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yep. 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 So, and I'm glad they did. Rio's such a great character. I love yeah. Rio. Um, but I, I, won't, I'll, I won't say anything. Because right. they could go somewhere really fun. Um, maybe really fun. I don't know. Because I don't know this character well enough just yet. She hasn't been around just yet. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, 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 if you ever get caught up on a reading on Miles, if you want my reading, or I can give it to you. But later on in his in his arc, there's something that happens, and you're just like, oh, that'd be kind of an interesting thing to watch happen. It's yeah. a cool dynamic they could explore in a, in a Miles centric movie. Yeah. But I won't. That's just yeah. That's beyond spoilers at this point. So I won't say anything about that. But uh. 
Yeah, loved all the Spideys. The, the oh, I don't know if you saw that online as well. The the the, the big chase scene with all the Spideys yes. trying to catch him from going. Did you do you did you see online how long they took to animate that? Four years. A four year project. Could you imagine? I couldn't. <laughs> That's like a that's like a Tim Burton doing the uh, stop motion animation. Like yeah. that's how long that takes for that stuff. <laughs> Imagine, and this is all. I, I don't know if it's that's, all. I, it can't be all hand drawn. As far as I'm sure they're doing the on the computer, you know, yeah. drawing it on the computer. But, but my God, four years for that chasing. That's incredible. Well, <laughs> but it, it was a great scene. That it, was awesome. It's a great scene, and it makes sense too because every Spider Man has a different style. So they yeah. probably had to get different animators to do the different styles for each one and then find ways yep. to incorporate it all together. Here's how much of a nerd I am. I was looking specifically at the different spider webs yeah. to see if I could see the McFarlane spaghetti webs. Oh. <laughs> I did not see that. I did yeah. not see the spaghetti webs from McFarlane. <laughs> they, they didn't go that in-depth with that. Uh, no, Easter they eggs. did not. No. So, yeah, there's. if I have one nitpick, one tiny nitpick about yeah. this is, come on, get the right webbing in here. We know what it's supposed to look like. It yeah. does not look like that. <laughs> That's funny. But um, so and then there was another graphic I saw that did the did a ranking of all of the Spider-Man movies. As far as you got the Tobey verse, the Garfield verse, the Holland verse, and then these two animated ones. Ooh, <sighs> that's tough. Because I mean, Jay, these movies are so good. Yeah, this thing might get nominated. I think it could get nominated very easily. Um, and the voice actor, God, what's his name? Shamik is that his name? Am I yeah, correct. Shamik Moore. I wish they did a voice acting or, you know, category. If they did voice acting, give the to the best voice actor. God, I think he would win it. He's oh, yeah. so good at it. He's so incredibly good at what he does. They really should do a category for that. Um, it would be hard not to put these two as the best. Yeah, I think these are better than the Holland movies. You know, I think they yeah. are. They I, really are. I would agree with that. I think the only one that's in competition would be Spider-Man 2. And see, you have you have a deep appreciation for the bunch. I agree. I love Spider-Man too. I'm just that I'm that oddball that just loves the Amazing Spider-Man. I love where they were going with that, and in, in regards to the Garfield one, because I'm I think I appreciate Garfield's performances more than the other two. I don't know why I rank him in front of those two, but I just love his portrayal. I really do. But I haven't done it. I, if you're asking me, have I actually gone through and ranked mine? The only thing I was bringing it up was to just say these two yeah. might be. These two might be the top two out of all the Spider movies we got. They're just, they're so, they're, and I think it's because they can get away with more because it's a comic book come to life, yeah, in the animated form. So, which which I appreciated when they were doing when they broke it up into little chapters, they would show a comic yeah. book cover. I know, right? And it breaks down that that makes it the rewatchability of this very awesome, where you could just yeah. stop. Yep. Whenever you see a comic book, you can't watch the whole movie. Boom, stop there. And you can pick it right up from there. That's what, like you said about um, the Snyder cut. Yeah, where they have all the different. You could just stop it at that, come pick it up at a different time, and you'd be just fine. Yeah. So, but uh, out of out of let's see, out of five stars, I give this five out of five. Me too. Five out of five on this one. Incredible movie. So glad I went. I was able to see it. I'm glad I glad I did not pull a Top Gun on this one and not yes. get this one because. Do you need to see this in the theater? No, but it's just I didn't want to have it spoiled for me. I didn't want anybody to spoil what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and um. I, it took convincing to get everyone to go to the first one. This one, everyone really? Went, yeah. Oh yeah, no, my kids were never down with that. Yeah, no, they wanted to see that one. So, but, and then, yeah, we can't. And I, luckily, we don't have to wait forever for the next one. I think they said March of twenty four. I think when we get to see the ooh, next one. Nice. 
Yeah. So I, I hadn't gotten around about... to looking to see when it's coming. So. Yeah. Yeah. March is I, that's the rumor now, mind you. I don't know if it's set in stone, but the fact that we get to have it that quick, hell yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to wait that long to have to see how the, how the story wraps up. That's that was a great cliffhanger at the end. What a great way to end that movie. Just, yeah. Oh, edge of your seat. Just I want to see what happens. And then of course we did the whole sit through the credits thing to see what we get. Nah, nothing. I was like, yeah. oh come on, give me something. Give me something. All all you got was the mid credit scene saying. Uh, yeah. Miles will be back, and someone yeah. in our theater goes, "Yes!" <laughs> well, rightfully so, though. rightfully yes. so. So, but yeah, uh, as, as far as my summer moving going experience, yeah, really, I think this is top notch, man, top notch. So, the- I'm I'm gonna be struggling because I, I don't know if I could put this or Guardians as my favorite movie so far this year, and then Flash is gonna make it that much more difficult. I know, right? I'm, I'm, the rumors about Flash, man, so many good rumors, and now I think I've seen some stuff about Screen Rant saying it sucks, and I'm like, oh my god, that's why I hate the internet <laughs> sometimes. Yep. I'm like, just don't tell me what you think. I'll make my own decision about the Flash. Yeah. And then I have to separate the artist from the art. I know and yep. it sucks that we have to do that, and I think that is going to hurt the box. I think a lot of people are going to go ahead and skip on this just because of what Ezra Miller did. But um, I think to a degree, but I think... The Michael Keaton factor is going to be huge I, well. That's for just it. for us, though, since he's our '80s Batman. <laughs> I think all of our all of our people are going to want to go out and see him for sure, just because we could go revisit Michael Keaton as Batman. I want to definitely see it. My only my only regret regret is is that they're not pulling the Marvel move where we got to why they wouldn't go get Christian Bale because if you can get Affleck and Keaton in the Flash, if why couldn't you get Bale? Especially when you see the motorcycle, they the, the bat cycle, and that's, that's the dark night bat cycles. What that is, <laughs> and I thought I thought they were going to go that route, but I also think Christian Bale said he wasn't going to play Batman again after that trilogy was done. I think the only way he was going to do it is if Nolan came back. Correct, and the, they'd be like, "Hey, no, I think Nolan's a producer on this, though, if I remember correctly, because he was a producer on the whole Snyderverse." Yeah, and so since this is technically a Snyderverse type of movie, even though Snyder's not directing it. You would think no one could pick up the phone and go, hey, man, just make this cool. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's go. Let's do yeah. it, man. Have him make a stop in the Nolan verse before he but heads back to just, 89. But that's just fan service to a guy like me that really cares about that stuff, you know? Yeah, I, but I love when they do that. I think it's awesome. But if, if Warner Brothers was smart about it, they would have gone back and filmed that when the Ezra Miller stuff was going down just yeah. to build that much more hype for it. Yeah. And, uh, to, to try to offset the bad PR. Correct. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, but it's okay. Can't always get what we want. It's yeah. all good. Yep, yep, yep. But no, June and June's a busy month because you said you're doing it. You're going to do the Transformers and you're going to do Indiana Jones. And I think was there the and the Flash is when is Flash? I always forget. Is that July Flash, or is that June? Flash is next weekend. Flash is next weekend. Okay, so yeah. we got we get Transformers this weekend. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, Transformers this weekend. Next weekend. And Ast- then Indiana Jones. Yeah, next weekend is Asteroid City, <sighs> Elemental, and The Flash. Yeah. The following weekend, see, there's my- nothing, and then it's Indiana Jones the last weekend of June. And see, my daughter wants to go see Elemental, and I was like, man, I'd rather go see Transformers than Elemental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My, I mean, might not see either. I don't know, because Elemental's just not doing it for me. I know it's Pixar. But the the previews aren't doing anything for me for it, man. See, honest. it was the opposite for me. The last few haven't done anything, but this one kind of, I'm like... I'll see it when it comes out on Disney Plus. And that's what I feel about it. I don't think this that needs to be theater worthy. No, I don't think it really is. I now Transformers. I think that will be theater worthy just to be able to hear the sound with it. Oh yeah. 
I'm kind of getting hyped about. It. I really kind of want to see it, even though I'm not. I have no Beast Wars knowledge at all. Still, kind of the, the trailers have got me kind of interested in it. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I've been burned by so many Transformer movies already. So, yeah, I know, I know. So it's like, uh, well, you're gonna take a gamble, I guess, right? Yeah. Excuse me. So yeah, no, uh, I think I think we both agree. Five out of five from you as well. Yes, nice. easily. Okay. Easily. Cool. So, uh, what else did you have on the docket besides our Across the Spider-Verse review? Well, I was wanting to talk about Ted Lasso, but I might hold off and might try to rewatch the first two seasons, and then we can talk about it next week. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah, no. it's I'm happy to talk about whatever. I just, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'll say. I love it. But you it's did just, send... I, I love the fact that I'd rather we get a spinoff with just Roy... You know, and see how if the if the story needs to continue, give me a spinoff. We don't yeah. need Ted in the story. It's kind of how I look at it. Or the other thing, because they, and, and they, when you have a fine, I'll say it this way: when you have a perfect ending, yeah, let it be. If you still need, if Apple still says I need my Ted Lasso subscribers and I want my my you know IP, give me go ahead, go the spinoff route, go yeah. the spinoff route. That's what I say. Well, yeah, because you can don't, do. Don't go back to the well when you don't need to. Yeah, because I've I've heard doing a Richmond show, or I've heard doing a Richmond female team. Maybe with oh, Na- yeah. with Nate as yeah. the coach. Oh, because yeah, because Keeley because Keeley showed her that thing. That's, yeah, they gave you that out. So yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, but well, yeah, if you want to talk about it in depth next yeah. different time, go for it. So, so, but with our time limits that you have, do you just want to do homework? Sure. Because, oh, the only other thing, well, we can spoil that. I sent you that. I want to make sure you still have that on my text I sent you. That yes. was that breakdown of all the TV, greatest TV shows all-time ranking. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to go over that. Because a lot of, uh, I think that's a lot of recency bias on that list. I don't know if we see a lot of classics on there. Yeah. Um, it looks, I guess, top five, the oldest one is Band of Brothers 2001. No, no, Sopranos, 99. See, Which... But remember, television goes back way yeah. farther than that. There's I mean, really good television that's we've seen. So I, I don't know. Well, we, we can go into it next yeah. time. Yeah, because there's, there's a let's lot try to, Let's try to remember that. Okay. I'd like to discuss that one. Okay. All right. So I, I watched a few things in the last week. Um, we'll start with this. Dark Side of the Ring has started back up, and I watched the first two episodes. Okay. First one is Chris Candido. That w- It was a great episode. He had such... A crazy life, like, um, he he wanted to wrestle out of high school. He convinced his mom, um, and but it was kind of a temporary thing until he started getting attention. Um, and mm-hmm. he met his wife Tammy Lynn Stitch mm-hmm. early on in the in the whole thing, and she became the bigger draw than him. And it caused yep. issues in their their marriage, and then him mm-hmm. dying at a young age from a staph infection because he was traveling after surgery. Mm-hmm. Just unreal. Yeah. Um, the second was Magnum TA. I don't know much about him, so I wasn't very invested in the episode. But there's a yeah. lot more good stuff coming out that I'm excited about for that show. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. My wife made me watch the first Fast and Furious movie, and it was bad. <laughs> It was so bad. It's dated now. Oh. <laughs> it's super dated. When Paul Walker's... It was good, it was good back in 19... Wasn't it 19 or was it in 2000? It was early 2000, like 2003. Is it early 2000? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's super dated. God, I like the first one. Second one's garbage. Third one I never watched. Fourth I, one I can't remember, and I stopped after that. I think <laughs> I I tapped down after that. I'm like, hey, Will, let's go watch Hellboy instead. <laughs> oh, the the new Harbor one. Yeah, I had already seen it. Will hadn't yet. So, what's that? Is that what's that streaming on? Uh, I think it's on Max still. Max. Okay, I need to watch the Harbor one. I haven't I haven't watched that one yet. It's okay. He's no Ron Perlman, but it was serviceable. Yeah. Okay. So. But man, when Paul Walker does the first race with uh, Vin Diesel and he hits the nitrous, just the effects mm. of it were so bad. It yeah. it just pulled me <laughs> out of the movie. And then and then it just ended. There was no like real ending to the movie. It just stopped. Yeah. So um I watched I, I saw this one on list from last year, Three Thousand Years of Long of yeah, Three Thousand Years of Longing. It's with uh, Tilda Swinton and Indra Selba. He's a okay. he's a genie. I, is, this a, is this a movie or a show? It's a movie. He so he's this. Doesn't sound familiar. He's a a gin, a genie, um, and she okay. opens him up in modern day, and he tells stories about past loves and how he got trapped in this bottle each time. Um, okay. Amazing movie to watch. Story was okay. It was long. Um, I liked it. You probably won't care for it. Doesn't sound like my cup of tea, yeah. to be honest. So I think it goes more in line with like RRR um, and everything everywhere all at once that are all visually stunning RRR. movies. Did you actually get through all of them? Oh, I, I did. I loved every minute of it. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I, Ugh. I see. I like no, the I like movies with stylized fighting in them, and they did a lot of that. Yeah. So. I tried, Jay. I tried. I gave that thing an hour, I think. And I was like, there's like, I think it's a three hour movie or yeah, something like that. It was like three and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just not for me, man. This is not my thing. You know that. Yeah. And then I went, uh, for some reason, I got into like the political thriller type movies. Um, first one okay. I watched was Shock and Awe. It was about uh, two reporters who kind of uncovered. Uh, George Bush's plan to go after Iraq when huh, uh, okay. it had James Marsden and Woody Harrelson. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting combination there itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was good, slow at times, but for that type of movie, I, I enjoyed it. Not something I typically watch. Um, and then I watched, she said the, I think you mentioned it. You actually, time. okay. Were you able to make it, were you able to make it through the whole thing? Yeah, I did. Again, it was very slow, and it, it was pretty slow. pretty dark at times. Like yeah, very, very dark, very dark at times. And so the, the, the problem is, it's a, tr- a true story. So oh, yeah. it's like, ugh. It, it just gave, it just gave me a bad feeling in my stomach, kind of thing. I was like, uh, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Did you get to the part where they go, <laughs> where she travels and she goes to the house asking for the woman and she's not there, and kind of accidentally reveals to the husband that this happened to her? Yep. Oh, yep. That, that was, was rough. Heartbreaking. Absolutely yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one is it was the report. I think it was on Amazon Prime. It was with um, Adam Driver. He. I, I've seen that pop up. Yes. I almost clicked on it. I just didn't. He's uh, an investigator uh, for a senator, <clears throat> and this is about the okay. torture techniques that um, the CIA used in Afghanistan after nine eleven. And so he's going in and finding all this information out and he makes this big report and like just five years of research of all this stuff that they did. And then it's the battle to get it released. 
Yeah. I'll stay. I'll stay. <clears throat> excuse me. I'll stay away from commentary on that. Just because yeah. that's not our style of podcast. <laughs> I just, yeah. I don't want to bring in my own viewpoints on a lot of that stuff. Um, is, was it at least interesting? Yeah. Like, educational, I guess. I mean, a little, like, is, it like, on, is it based on a true story? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, it, like the other two, it was it was a good movie. It was long and slow, but it, okay. I, it, it was very interesting. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, I I got shock and awe and report written down. Other ones I've either seen or don't. Yeah. I can pass on them. So and actually, the, the name was the torture report, but the torture part was crossed out because it was redacted. Like uh, most of the names gotcha. in this guy's actual report. Okay. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Okay, cool. Um, and then I read uh, the first two volumes of Bitch Planet. Um, Brian K. Vaughn? No, it's uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Okay, well. It, it was an okay. image Fraction's book. wife. Yeah. And she did miss, She did a Captain Marvel or Ms. Mar- I can't remember what yes. she did. Uh, Ca- Captain Ms. Marvel. Marvel she did Captain, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. She did, like, the modern relaunch of it. I just... I can't I can't stand her as a person. Sorry, that's just me. Yeah. I, her, her husband's amazing, and they, I know they they're kind of the same to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I find her beyond annoying, beyond annoying, and I'm not a huge fan of her writing. But no, sorry, give me your give me your review. Is it worth me checking out? No, because it never finished. Oh really? Okay. So I read. So basically, the premise is, um, kind of a dystopian society. Um, there's women are sent to a prison planet uh, if they commit yep. crimes. Um, and they're trying to get a, there's a, it's a kind of a violent football type sport and they want to get a prison team together to compete against the men. Okay. And you get through two arcs and then it never got finished. Okay. So, so are you, are you a fan of her? Or like, do you read whatever she puts out? Is that, she's no, kind of a no, I, you follow? Oh. I, I heard it was a good book, so I'm like, I'll give it a try. I found used trades for like five bucks, so. Okay. So a good purchase, and it was worth it for you for the most part, kind of thing, or just because it didn't finish, you're like, ah, kind yeah, of since, a waste. Since it didn't finish, it's kind of a waste. I'm gonna throw money bay. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else that you read? Nope. That's pretty much it. That's it. Okay, because yeah, I don't, I don't really have much. I've, I've gotten a few episodes deeper into Superman and Lois. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's getting better. Yeah, but, but my favorite part is that I get to when my kids watch it with me because we've we turned into a family thing where I'm like, okay, I finally found something that the family can all watch together. Yeah, and it's Superman, so of course I love it. Yeah, but uh, our favorite thing to do is rip on the kids. <laughs> yeah, we just we just make fun of him the whole time, just about being so emo. Yeah, I'm like and. It's like, Dad, why do you hate him? So he's like, he's just so ugh, emo. My, I hate life and stuff like that. And we're just like, and then they kind of catch on. Like, yeah, yeah, he is a little wussy, isn't he? I was like, yeah, he is. <laughs> and I was just like, that's just for us to do. Don't say that about people in real life. <laughs> this is just us have, critiquing something that's not real. Emmy's going to come um, home from school one day in trouble. I know, right? I know for sure. Um, and then uh, I started to watch a movie called Hell House. It's a horror movie on Prime. Okay. The premise is really interesting. I just haven't. I, I started watching it like as a, bra- a background movie. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I think I actually want to pay attention to this. So we'll see how it goes. It's a uh, found footage. Okay. But um, not shaky to the point where you're like, oh, this is gonna make me throw up watching it. Yeah. Um, has an interesting premise where a group of friends go into a haunted house 
but they're murdered in the house for real kind of thing. Oh. And then um, I have, that's all I can tell. That's all I yeah. can tell you. And then what happens from there? I don't know. I, I I'll I'll get a full review of once I get through it if I actually find time to get through it because, like I said, I've been just kind of I don't know. I've been having so many issues as far as real life. I haven't had a lot of time to go down the rabbit hole of watching movies and then actually watching Spider Verse was. I'd rather watch something new. And this yeah. is a big month for new stuff to come out versus homework stuff at you know to watch from home. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we'll get to the theater. I, I definitely want to see Flash in the theater, and I I think I'm going to be the only person in my family that wants to go see Indiana Jones in the theater. So I might have to go by myself for that one. Yeah, I'll let you know when and we then, go. Uh, I think we. And then, well, let me know about you for sure seeing Transformers. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll see. All right, but you're definitely for sure seeing the Flash. You'll probably see the Flash before me. We'll I probably think. see it next Friday. Okay, I just don't know. I can't remember when we're going out of town. We're going out of town for a little bit, and I don't know if we'll be in town to see that. Like we'll usually go on a Sunday, but I don't know if we're in town on Sunday or not. I'll yeah, find that. Um, but other than that, I told you last time about. I don't know if I finished it at that point, but I did finish Tom Sawyer and uh, loved it, loved that. And then so I also have Huckleberry Finn, and I mm. restarted that one. It just it's not starting the way I remembered, but I'm enjoying it. This one, I actually like Tom Sawyer a little better, and but Huckleberry Finn I think is known a little bit more than the yeah. Tom Sawyer story, but. I have to get a little bit further in. Huck's a lot longer of a book than Tom Sawyer was. Yeah. But I'm also, as you know, reading Heir to the Empire. And I put in about 100 pages last night with Heir to the Empire. That yeah. story is getting so good. Oh, <laughs> it's getting better and better. And I think, now, do we meet Mara Jade in this book or was she in something before that? No, we meet her in this book. Okay. Because, yeah, I get the introduction to her. So that, but that made me pretty excited about that. And then, um, so I'm, and then I'm flipping back and forth between the two books and Jen just comes in the room last night. She's like, how do you, how do you, or just people do that in general? How do you flip between two different books? And I'm like, well, if you're a comic book reader, you kind of just do that. <laughs> you read multiple things at the same time and you could, she's like, well, how do you keep the story straight? And I'm like, I just do. <laughs> so yeah, no, having a good time, uh, reading those two books and yeah. th that's taking up most of my time reading the books so yeah. and i think we talked about last time uh platonic i don't know if you remember my review on that but i don't know if you i think you said you're gonna let that thing play out before you dive into that one i've done well, the first episode i think I'm done episode. I, I i don't know, you know if you did do yeah oh okay it was but, okay uh, yeah other than that, that's all that's all my homework i'm just reading books and it's taking me a while to get through them yeah and then, yeah, eventually I think I, I gotta, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm kind of in a Spider-Man mood since watch, I was watching uh, Spider-Verse, but I got so many things to read. I did pick up, I don't know, did Flash 800 come out? Did you pick that up? I haven't picked it up yet, but it's out. I think it came out this week. Yeah. I got a Flash 800 to look forward to. I got, like I said, I got a ton of Green Lantern stuff to read, ton of X-Men stuff to read. Kind of itching to get back into Superman a little bit. Yeah. Um been updating my Justice League read list and then uh, I need to update my Spider-Man read list and go from there. Just too much to do, not enough time. Yep, <laughs> totally get time. that. So, Oh, and did you guys, I thought, did you say that you and Aaron were going to go back and try to do House of the Dragon? Did you finish that one? We never finished it. Um, we also turned on the first episode of Succession. Um, that's probably one I'll be watching on my own. She just couldn't get yeah. into it. Oh, that really? Day. Yeah. She couldn't get, oh, dude, it gets so good. Yeah. Oh. But I know. okay, yeah, no, other than that, that's all I've got for you, man. Unless you got anything else. Nope, that's it. All right. Well, good catching up. Yep. And then uh I guess next time we'll like we've got the to tease for next time is that a TV list I kinda want to look at. Yep. And then we might have uh well it depends on if we meet next week or we kinda hold off. We might have a flash review if we don't meet before that. Yeah. And a little you Ted know. Lasso talk. 
and some Ted Lasso stuff to catch up on. So, yeah. Yep. All right, man. Sounds good. Until next time. See See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. The intro music is The Other Side by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, a Mad Dog remix made by Madeline Tierney. This week's featured track is 20-something by Six Impossible Things. (laughs) 